0: Jeff Bezos buys a $68 million mansion on Florida's billionaire bunker island. So let's check this out. Jeff Bezos reportedly scooped up a $68 million crib for his soon-to-be bride in Florida's exclusive billionaire bunker enclave a month after popping the question to Lauren Sanchez. The Amazon founder and world's third richest man, with a net worth of $163 billion, according to Bloomberg, purchased a three-bedroom, three-bathroom mansion on Indian Creek Island in an off-market deal in June, the outlet reported. The month before, the Buff Bezos and Sanchez were spotted wearing robes aboard his $500 million yacht sailing around the Spanish island of Mallorca after he proposed to his longtime flame with a colossal diamond worth a reported $2.5 million. Like, here's the thing. I understand someone who, like, loves someone and wants to get married, etc. But it's like, you were already married before and got a divorce. You're trying to get married again. Do you think that there's no possibility that you're going to get a divorce again? I mean, it'd be kind of interesting. So the power couple's neighbors near their new home will include Tom Brady, Ivanka Trump, and Jared Kushner, Carl Icahn, icon, and Spanish singer Julio Iglesias, built in 1965 the 9,259-square-foot manse. Well, I mean, it's technically not really considered a mansion until it's like 10,000 square feet, I believe. is set on 2.8 acres on the man-made barrier, Isle Indian Creek Island, a fortress that lies on the outskirts of Biscayne Bay, and boasts its own municipality, mayor, and police force. So basically, it's like it's literally its own, like country, county, nation in a way, almost. The property was previously owned by Tulia Suki Osusi de Gonzalez Gordana a former hotelier and manager at MTM Star International Corp, a company with ties to Panama. Bloomberg reported. Public records show that the last recorded sale before Bezos was in 1982 for $1.4 million, adjusted for inflation that's about $4.4 million today. Representatives for Bezos did not immediately respond to the post request for comment, and Indian Creek boasts about 40 waterfront properties, all facing the water, along with an 18-hole golf course stretched across 294 acres. There are also Brazilian teak docks, or 100-plus-foot luxury. vessels are moored. Perfect for his 417-foot super yacht Karu, which features a helicopter landing pad, a swimming pool, and a mermaid resembling Sanchez adorning the prow. Like the thing is, is like. <laughs> hold on. According to the 2021 census, the population of the island was just 81. <laughs> what? One eight-figure property may not be enough for business. He's reportedly looking to buy a neighboring lot. An unnamed source told Bloomberg. According to Homes.com, that parcel is for sale for $85 million. The home, located at 12 Indian Creek Island Road, is even larger than the property the mogul just scooped up, boasting seven bedrooms and 14 bathrooms and 19,064 square feet of space. That's nothing short of opulent. And Bezos' latest purchase adds exorbitant addresses to his already impressive real estate portfolio, which includes a nine-acre mansion in Beverly Hills. He bought for $165 million in 2020, the largest home in Washington, D.C., and a $78 million estate in Hawaii. The 59-year-old also has a 5.3-acre property in Medina, Washington, a 30,000-acre ranch in Texas, and nearly $100 million of real estate in a Fifth Avenue apartment building in New York City. And Bez's new Miami-area home marks a type of homecoming for the mogul who graduated from Miami Palmetto Senior High School in 1982. And the thing is, I mean, like, I feel like if I were to have, like, just ungodly dumb amounts of money, I probably would do similar things where I'd just buy just a whole bunch of random properties and just, like, build up, like, a massive, massive real estate portfolio. The only thing that I think is kind of, like, interesting is you guys got to keep in mind that Jeff Bezos was married before, got divorced because he cheated on her and got caught cheating due to his phone getting hacked. With basically the Sanchez lady. So my question is like isn't there a likelihood that he's going to cheat again for maybe a younger lady or more attractive lady or something like that? Like isn't that a possibility because he already did that with his former wife where he already cheated on his former wife? Now they might have like a really, might have had like a really weird relationship kind of thing where they both kind of like agreed to do stuff. I don't know. It's like a, these like super billionaires are kind of like weird. But I just find it interesting because I never understood why super wealthy guys who have been through pretty expensive divorces End up going back to getting married again. Like, I don't really understand it. Like, wouldn't it just make sense to just be in a relationship with that person and not really worry about the whole marriage thing? Because, like, for him, wouldn't it just be more of a risk to just get married again? And yeah, that mermaid does kind of look like Sanchez. Let's see. Let's see some of these comments. Further proof, not that anyone's needed, that some people have too much money. If anyone wants to send Mr. B my address so he can supplement my retirement, I'm happy to provide it. What's a person to do with all those bathrooms anyway? I'd install ovens in them so they could all be used to bake cookies, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> like, to me, what a lot of these billionaires do is that they end up dropping a whole bunch of money into, like, Assets, even though they don't necessarily even make sense, but they do it into assets, right? So him owning like all this like crazy real estate might just seem crazy to the normal person. And it seems crazy to me as well. But let's just say he spent, you know, in total like $500 million plus for his real estate portfolio. Let's just say that. Well, even though he spent that amount of money, it probably would appreciate over time and get into like 600, 700, 800, maybe even to a billion dollars, right? There's like a lot of people who invest into real estate made a lot of money by simply just buying and holding that real estate. And what a lot of people don't understand either is that pretty much when you own real estate, pretty much no matter what the real estate is, you could technically leverage those real estates into basically being your bank. And so what I mean by this, now I definitely don't recommend recommend people doing this, but this is what people have done before. We're like, let's say that you buy a million dollar property in cash, right? And like, let's say that you did have a pretty good profitable business, but then it goes under for some reason. You basically are like cashless. You got like no money in the bank account anymore. What do you do? Well, you still got that $1 million paid off home, but you don't want to sell it. So what you could do is technically do like a refinancing of the mortgage and pull money out of the home. And it'd probably be about like three quarters of the home's value. So if the home's value is still worth like a million dollars, or if anything, it'd probably it probably appreciated, So now it's actually more like 1.5, maybe 2 million. Let's just say 2 million. Now you could pull 75% of that value now, even though you originally bought it for like a million dollars. So what, 75% times, hold on, on, two million times 75% is 1.5 million, right? So you could probably pull about 1.5 million in cash to basically one. Pay the mortgage on the home that you now have, but then also fund whatever endeavor that you want to, to rebuild your massive net worth. Like this is how like a lot of um, a lot of entrepreneurs or like business owners can basically keep going back from zero, is that they still have assets that they have access to that they could just pull money out of. Now, again, this is a very foolish way to go about it. You shouldn't be in a situation where you got no money, but a massive asset. Like, that doesn't really make any sense. But if you're in a dire situation, you could do something like this. And even if you're not, like, filthy rich or something like that, let's say that you were able to own, like, a home that you bought for $200,000, but now it appreciated to... $400,000, $400,000, which can happen depending on the location. So uh, you could potentially pay, uh, pull out of 75% of that, which would be about... Oh, oh I scored that one up. So, on. $400,000 times 75% is about 300000 So you could pull out $300,000 and basically live off of that for a couple of years, but then also restructure your life to basically start making good money again so that's why it's really important to like put money into investments like real estate like the stock market just because if things go bad and you're not able to make an income right away being able to pull out money for a large sum and also to be able to use to like survive on can be a pretty viable option for those in need. But again, I wouldn't really go down that path. Like, that's why emergency funds exist. But also for Jeff Bezos. Like, he could he could easily afford this amount of money to just drop on mansions and whatnot. But at the same time, it's so weird, like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> to have someone who's filthy rich get in a divorce, lose billions of dollars because of that divorce, who's now gonna go back into a marriage where he could just get divorced again and lose billions of dollars. Even if there's a prenup there's probably some like worker ways around it and he's gonna be screwed again. <laughs> like it just seems crazy to me.